All right, on this week's episode of Breaking the Trend Sports and Society podcast, I'm Adam Stowe. We're going to have Kentucky High School candidate for Kentucky High School Girl Player of the Year, Kendall Wingler from Meade County High School. Uh, she accomplished what to me is an amazing feat. Um, she was the leading scorer in the state. Um, she also led the state in three-point percentage and also free throw percentage and some in and I'm telling you, man, when you average 30 points a game and you're shooting that many shots uh, as she did and to maintain the percentages that she did to lead the state in those three categories makes her a pretty special uh, talent there. And also, uh, she happened to be a former student of mine at Mee County, Mee County High School there and uh, just an all-around all wonderful young lady who's going to talk to us about kind of what her plans are, what her career uh, entails. That She's a commit to Eastern Kentucky University and kind of what she's done to improve her game and what her expectations are at Eastern Kentucky University. And then we're going to be joined by a special guest, uh, again, to talk more about women's sports, and that is Jessica Warren, who was a former Florida State University softball player and current professional uh, softball player. She's also working as a high school coach in Florida and uh, just, a, just a, like I said, a young, young, awesome, energetic uh, young lady. So we got Show's all about the ladies today, so um, I think I appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, Clay won't be uh, in this week. Uh, he's uh, too busy making all those pizzas there at Michael's Market, and uh, and I was out of town when we recorded this podcast. I was in Johnson City, Tennessee, so we couldn't hook up this week to get together to get this out. So Clay will be back next week with a with an awesome perspective on some, some things coming up for you guys. So, again, thanks for listening, and we'll be back here in just a second with Kendall Wingler from Mead County High School. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like I told you earlier, we're doing a little different podcast this week. It's, uh, again, the Breaking the Trend podcast, uh, Sports and Society. I'm Adam Stowe, and we have a special guest with us today. Um, we're going to visit my old stomping grounds in Meade County, Kentucky, and uh, have a pleasure to have one of my former students, Kendall Wingler, on the line. How are you, Kendall? Good. How are you? Doing great. I'm glad you agreed to do this. Liz, uh, if you don't care, we'll just get right into it. Uh, Kendall is a former Meade County High School basketball star she's on her way to eastern kentucky university where she's going to play and, and i know she'll do great things there um so we'll get right into the questions is that okay with you kendall yeah that'd be fun all right well i know that you've had a, a wonderful career there at Mead county and you are the career points leader um what does that mean to you um it's really just like shocking um whenever i was you know named like the all-time leading scorer at Mead county i remember that game um, we were actually at a Christmas tournament and just getting those points was just like awesome and just like unbelievable, uh, having that go for a while now, just to be like the all time leading scorer at Mead County and to have it come true and, you know, be surrounded by all the great people. And, you know, it was just like an amazing, you know, amazing accomplishment for me. So that's something I wanted to kind of ask you about that I didn't, I didn't talk to you about earlier was, um, you know, you, you started playing basketball a little later, um, in your life. Did you start in middle school? Um, I started kind of like a little bit later in elementary school. Yeah. Um, we kind of, there's like a little bitty team in Ekron Elementary. We had like a little, uh, they had them little leagues in uh, elementary school. And, you know, I started about maybe fourth or fifth grade. It was kind of later, you know, so. Yeah. And, and that's, that's good to know because I think mm -hmm. some people just get caught up in playing one sport at a young age. I know you were quite obviously good at soccer too, but you took off and ran with basketball, so that's pretty cool. All right, so what do you plan to work on the most to improve your game before your first season at EKU? 
Um, well, just pretty much every aspect of my game. Um, you know, going to Eastern Kentucky is going to be a definitely a big change for me, you know, compared to high school. College is going to be completely different. Um, so I'm trying to work on every aspect of my game, you know, speed, strength, agility, you know, every type, you know, basketball wise too. Um, you know, just kind of getting input, you know, from my college coaches now, just kind of, you know, what we need to work on now since, you know, things have kind of changed with, you know, the scheduling for when basketball is actually going to start with, yeah. you know, you know, all the coronavirus and stuff going on right now, it's going to be a little bit altered. Yeah. So, um, you know, right now we're just doing, you know, at stuff, you know, this is stuff that we can do right now. Um, but, you know, just trying to work on a lot of, you know, strength mainly, um, you know, because in college, you know, it's a lot more physical, you know, a lot, you know, bigger girls and, you know, compared to high school. So that's kind of mainly what I'm working on, you know, kind of preparing for Eastern. Yeah. And like I said, this, the, if you haven't seen Kendall play, I know some of us are Indiana listeners here. She can flat out fly down the court. So when she talks about her speed, if, if she's working on her speed to get better, that tells you a lot because she can fl- flat out just get down the court. She's amazing with the ball in her hands and also a great shooter. So, all right. So you led the state in numerous uh, solid statistical categories. What did that mean to you to accomplish that your senior year? Um, That was actually a goal throughout my entire high school career. Um, You know, from starting, you know, I played a little bit eighth grade year, but then actually starting full on freshman year um, and just kind of, you know, averaging 20 something points a game and then kind of going up in points each time. Uh, Junior year, I was like, you know, I was averaging almost 28 points a game. And I was like, you know, I want to see if I can get above 30 points and kind of see if I can lead the state in scoring. Um, So when I was actually leading the state in the scoring, averaging like 32, 33 points a game and then, you know, working on my free throws and then three point percentage and then no having you know led the state in those was just like you know awesome you know just you know working and you know being in the gym you know after high school practice and going in at night and you know seeing all the work that went into that and just being like you know I led the state and all that you know there's all kinds of great players around the state yeah. uh, so that was definitely like a really huge accomplishment for me my senior year yeah that, that is really cool that's amazing to lead not only just in one in three different categories and and to lead them in those categories, it's just insane to me the level at which you, yeah. you've you've played your last four years. All right, so mm-hmm. what is maybe for one, people that don't know you as well as you know your friends and family? What is one thing maybe a like a hidden talent or like a favorite TV show that you have that might surprise people? Um, I really don't have a hidden talent. Um, you know, sports has kind of always been everything in my life, so. Um, I mean, movies that I watch, I mean, any other sport movie you could possibly think of, um, you know, Hoosiers, He Got Game, just stuff like that. But, you know, like other shows, I mean, I'll watch, you know, just kind of, I like action-packed movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just kind of like those movies. But other than that, you know, I'm, you know, always doing something. So I hardly ever really watch television. Um, so I'm always kind of working and doing stuff, but there's really no hidden talent. You know, I'm I'm just, you know, it's kind of always just been sports with me. So I've never really, you know, done really anything else other than, you know, either soccer, basketball, or, you know, now here lately, since, you know, with the whole coronavirus stuff, I'm starting to watch some Netflix shows, you know, like All American. That's a great uh, show. You know, stuff like that. That was kind of one that everybody was talking about. And I was like, well, I'll watch it now. I've been hooked on (laughs) it. So it was, you know, it was actually a really good show. So, yeah. Yeah. 
we, we've gotten to know, I've gotten to know through uh, Zoom, and we've had on Zoom, we've had Jewel Lloyd, who was a player at the University of Notre Dame, and she was the number one pick in 2015. And mm-hmm. she talks a lot about um, bringing attention to women's sports and bringing, getting bigger yes. crowds at the games, getting equal pay yes. for women compared to men. So yes. what, what do you think needs to be done to bring more attention to women's sports? Um, for me, me and my papa always loved watching women's sports, no matter what it was. Um, yeah. Soccer, we would always watch the World Cup. Um, you know, yeah. we were huge UConn fans, you know, oh, huge yeah. UConn oh, yeah. fans. You know, watching Brianna Stewart. Um, women's sports, to me, is just so much more fun to watch. Um, yeah. It's a lot more fundamental, you know, than the men. Yeah. So, I mean, attention to women's sports is just like, you know, just like, I feel like people – really underappreciate women's sports and you know the amount of work women do in sports and the amount of time that has spent you know men you know it's you know men have you know there's a lot of tall girls you know a lot of tall girls but men you know in the nba i watch a lot of nba too yeah uh so it's just i mean i feel like people really underappreciate you know even high school you know there's a lot of you know downgrading women's sports and starting out really young. So it kind of, you know, girls don't really have the confidence coming up. They're like, Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do a sport, you know, or yeah. something like that. But for me, sports have always been something that helps me get away from everything. So it kind of, you know, it's like a lot of fun, you know, especially whenever yeah. you do travel ball, you know, basketball travel, you know, and all that stuff is just one yeah. of the biggest things I've ever been a part of. So, you know, going around meeting all these different girls and it's like, it's so, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's just so cool to be around all the, you know, great basketball players that there is around yeah. the country and just, you know, all the, you know, younger people that are coming up in women's basketball and just seeing how much the game has kind of evolved and yeah. just, you know, how much now people are starting to really pay attention, you know, so, yeah. you know, there's a lot of players in the WNBA that are kind of paving, you know, really paving the way for the girls that are coming up in college. So it's, you know, putting a lot more confidence in those in college now and, you know, watching, you know, all these players in the WNBA and in college. So it's kind of really putting confidence that everybody's going into college now or coming up and it's, you know, it's kind of, yeah. so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think it's, uh, to me, it's two simple things. And I, and I just want to kind of mention this too, because I think the world of you and you know that, but, Yes. Um, and I think it's it's simple. It's we need more attention from the media, from the press on mm-hmm. women's sports. They need to cover it as equally as men, and they need yeah. to bring out and honor and, and get those those leaders and those women that are such fabulous athletes just yeah. just harness and showcase what they what they do. And I just appreciate it more. And as a fan, I don't care. Yeah, to me, I don't care who's playing. I want to go watch a sport. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, me, exactly. Men, women, whatever. If it, I love soccer, and I'm a, you know, and, and it doesn't matter to me. It's just it's one of those things. I just like being around the, the different games. So I appreciate your answer on that. Yeah. So speaking of soccer, <laughs> you had a teammate that uh, our area knows pretty well. He's a catcher for our high school baseball team. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Braden Stowe, and I know that you played with him uh, when he was younger. Can you uh, yes. describe his soccer game for us? Um, well, I was actually talking to my parents not too long ago about it. Um, you know, high, you know, younger soccer for me was kind of a blur. Uh, me yeah. trying to remember, you know, back to all the teams that I played on and, you know, yeah. whenever the lightning kind of first started out That's younger. Right. Um, so I remember him, you know, always being usually one of the fastest on the team. So it was kind of like, 
you know, we was like a co-ed team. So, you yeah. know, me and my dad was talking about it. And he was like, I always remember him usually just being like really fast. You know, he was yeah. like always up and down the field. And yeah. he said he was just like, you would look at him on one side of the field and he would always be on, like he was all over the field. You couldn't get him to play one position. So yeah, he was yeah, like, he was yeah. like all over the field. Yeah. So, and, you yeah. know, younger soccer, it was just, you know, especially, you know, playing with, you know, a co-ed, yeah. uh, you know, Brayden, you know, everybody like that, just playing with co-ed sports, I think also yeah. kind of, you know, helped along with kind of, oh, yeah. yeah you know, the basketball way and stuff and being around, you know, the guys and the girls, you know, it kind of just, it was like, you got the mesh with both sides. So, you yeah. know, knowing all these different people, you know, Brayden and everybody else that was on the team, uh, it was just kind of you know, really easy to get along with both guys yeah. and girls for both that kind of yeah. helped yeah. in basketball too. So, well, I'll tell you a funny story about your grandpa. And he, I was uh, sitting by him. I remember this vividly. Um, <laughs> he's talking about, um, I think it might've been a dollar or $2 or something. And he said that you, he was talking about giving you money for each goal you scored. And he said something about, I might give her $5 for, uh, for, <laughs> for a goal or something. I think the first two games, you probably had like 16 goals. Oh and Lord! I, I, I told you about the next uh, game. I said I think you might want to take that to fifty cents because you know <laughs> such, uh, they're just such crazy. I think uh, jokingly one time we counted like forty-eight in eight games or something. But anyway, oh, I know yeah, that, I know it's insane. But it was just kind of cool that, that he cared that much about you and wanted to do those things. So I know that you're off to EKU, and I'm proud of you. What are you going to major in? You think sports management? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So what do you other than you know getting playing college basketball and, and hopefully you know getting your degree and everything like that. What do you hope to achieve during your time at EKU? Um, to achieve my time during EKU, um, the reason I even went to EKU was to help Eastern Kentucky on the like get on the map for women's yeah. basketball. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be known as a powerhouse for women's basketball. So, yeah. you know, with them being a having a new coach and Samantha Williams from, you know, she was a UFL like head assistant yeah. coach. Yeah. Um, you know, when she started recruiting me, you know, I was like, you know, really excited. So, yeah. you know, talking to her and, you know, picking her brain and just, you know, all the assistant coaches she brought along with her um, and everybody on her staff, I was just like, you know, I really, you know, want to go there and be a part of something big, yeah. you know, be a part of the change Eastern. Um, yeah. You know, I want to, you know, I want to win an OBC championship when I'm there. Um, you know, all the girls that she's bringing in and that's going to be my teammates, you know, I feel like yeah. that we have, you know, we have the power to do that. Um, yeah. you know, when I OVC championship, of course, you know, the team's always first, um, yeah. always wanting to try to, you know, I want to make it, you know, into the NCAA tournament. That's yeah. my goal. Yeah. Um, I feel like that'd be a huge accomplishment for Eastern Kentucky to be known. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so that's like, that's one of my huge goals going into it right now. Uh, yeah. even freshman year, you know, I'm wanting to grow yeah. as a person, you know, there, you know, meet new people and. Kind of get, you know, used to Richmond and everything yeah. like that. So I'm really excited for that and just, you know, kind of, you know, see the different sides of basketball and life from yeah. all the people I'm going to be around. So, you know, I'm just really excited for, you know, the basketball part of it and the training and stuff, but also just to kind of be around, you know, the different girls that are coming in, you know, because we're having girls from Italy come in and oh. all other parts of the world. So it's just going to be a huge change, but I'm like really excited for that. So. Yeah, well, there's no doubt in my mind that as hard as you work, that you'll do, you'll do extremely well. Um, last question here, and I just kind of just kind of thought of it as I was, mm -hmm. was hearing you talk there. What 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 advice would you give to, or maybe what are some things that you think a young player just starting out, mm -hmm. maybe like you did, in fourth or fifth grade, 
should work on, you know, first on, on their game? On their game, um, basically in any sport, you know, a uh, young girl or young boy playing any sport at all, um, I think they need to, you know, take, you know, even when they're younger, um, kind of take the time to realize that, you know, or even think that, is this something I really want to do? Yeah. Um, you know, playing soccer, I always thought that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a goal for a long time, you know, and then, you know, basketball was kind of really overtaking me a lot. So I had, you know, I had to think about that a lot. Um, thought about playing both in college, but, you know, then I was like, you know, well, I'm really always going back to basketball all the time. So the really main thing is you got to decide, do you really want to do this sport? Do you really want to, you know, sacrifice all the things you're going to have to sacrifice? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, that's definitely been hard, you know, I've have sacrificed, you know, friends and, you know, going different places and, you know, yeah. you know, parties after like prom or stuff like that, you know, cause you have games yeah. and sacrificing yeah. your summer. So, um, yeah. that's something I think that's really huge to start out on, yeah. um, you know, girl or a guy for sports. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and of course, you know, just wanting to work on the fundamentals is the main thing I hear from college yeah. coaches. Um, college coaches, you know, you also want you to work on fundamentals, you know, the sport, uh, but also having a great attitude for your individually and for your teammates. Um, talking to a lot of college coaches, that's one thing they look at, uh, just, you know, yourself on the bench, how was your reactions on the bench for your team? Um, what kind of vibe, you know, kind of like your, your character, how are you, you know, kind of yeah, yeah. individually and, you know, kind of all that other stuff. So, well, I know you have the Miss Kentucky basketball uh, ceremony coming up. Isn't that correct? Yes. Well, in, in my book, they're silly if they don't pick you, first of all. But um, <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time, even, you know, I haven't talked to you here for a couple of years and yeah. taking the time to spend with us on, on the podcast. And yeah. uh, just, I just think the world of you, I think that you're going to be a star um, at Eastern <laughs> Kentucky. And, I think you're going to change the culture and climate of that campus and uh, bring women's sports to Eastern Kentucky to a new level. So I thank you for your time, Kendall, big time. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Up next, we'll have Jessica Warren. Hi, welcome to Breaking the Trend podcast. We're joined by former Florida State softball player, Jessica Warren. How are you, Jessica? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I just gonna, we'll just jump right into the questions if you don't care. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Hey, um, how do you think the game of uh, softball will change in this post-COVID-19 world? Um, I think right now with COVID still going on, it's of, you know, state to state, depending on the governor and what he believes is best for the people in the state. But um once the pandemic's over, I feel like everything's just going to go back to normal and nothing's really going to change. I know in Florida, the only difference is the fan base, the people in the stands have to be six feet apart. You can't be near anybody that's not family, but the girls are all in the dugout. The coaches are fine. You know, they're playing normal rules. Umpires are still behind the plate. Whereas in other states, I know umpires have to stand behind the pitcher and um, other rules are implied, but um, it's a little different now with still COVID going on, but I think after everything kind of settles down, the game's just going to get back to how it was before. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a great point. What you said, it's just different state by state. Currently, we're here in Indiana, a small 
Rivertown, about an hour west of Louisville, and uh, they just now opened us up back to play tomorrow. And there's, you know, some COVID rules, but it's kind of back to uh, kind of the way it should be. So, uh, yeah, you know, we always ask uh, players this question when we get them on, and uh, just something I know everybody tries to work hard in the off season to improve something about their game. So, what have you been working on this past off season to try to get better? Yeah, in the fall, I was kind of just doing the basics, um, getting my reps in. I coach a high school team here in Tampa, Florida. So, um, you know, hitting to the girls, hitting off of a tee, getting some front toss, just taking live reps, kind of just fine-tuning the small things. That's the most important thing. Um, and then once COVID hit, it kind of threw me off because gyms were closed and things like that. I'm not really a big heavy lifter when it comes to weights, but yeah. just being able to get into the gym and having the equipment that I need to do what I need to do um, kind of got yeah. thrown out the window. So I kind of had to manage here at yeah. home, which was difficult yeah. um, on top of also getting a job at the same time. So it kind of threw everything yeah. everywhere. So, but now that things are getting back to normal, we actually, I actually leave tomorrow to go to Vieira, which is where my professional team is located and spring training starts on Monday. So I'll have a week to get back into the groove of things. And then we start playing the following week. Awesome. That's actually what I was getting ready to ask you. I know you played at Florida state and uh, what team, what team are you currently playing for? I play for the U triple S a pride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a familiar uh, team. I've heard of them. Um, what would you tell a young player? Like, cause we have, we're, a, we're a small school of probably around only 360 kids in our high school. And uh, this county is kind of small, and, and um, you know, sometimes players unfortunately lose their confidence. What would you tell a young softball player who has lost their confidence? Yeah, I've lost my confidence plenty of times while I was playing. I think um, just continuously getting your reps in to build that confidence back up. Um, every athlete's going to lose a little bit of confidence every now and then. It's just a matter of how you get that back. And I think taking reps and um, getting some good swings off of a tee, if that's what it is on the hitting side, the offensive side, or defensively just taking ground balls, you know, just getting yourself back to being you is the biggest thing about that. So um, I lost my confidence first year out of college going into the league. The pitching is phenomenal in the league. So it was, it kind of threw me off balance, but just knowing that I'm playing against the best of the best, like just having to, you know, go into the cage and practicing something (laughs) small um, can easily get my confidence back. So I would say just continuously getting in the cage or getting on the field and getting your reps in to build that confidence back up. Yeah, that's what we kind of tell them. I'm a, I'm a coach myself. I coach a baseball team, but we, we constantly tell them, you know, I think if you just put the work in, you're going to get more comfortable, which, again, I think leads to, to confidence. Um, just kind of a sports question for you real quick. Why do you think a young person, you know, we have a lot of uh, people deciding whether or not they're going to they're let their kids play football or and in, in the kind of this COVID-19 world, come to, and sports probably should take a backseat at some point. So why, do you, why, why should a young person consider playing sports if it's something that uh, they want to do? Yeah, um, growing up, I started playing baseball when I was three. And the only reason I got into it was because, you know, my mom just threw me into something like at at the age of three, I can't decide if I want to play a sport or not. It's more the parents just like letting their kids have fun and doing something other than sitting in the house all day. So I think it's important for kids to get into sports is because it kind of opens opportunities as you get older. Um, You know, if if you live in a bad neighborhood, it keeps you off the streets. Um, For me, for example, it was financially, I was able to use softball to get my ticket to college to get an education. So, you know, there's different reasons why people play sports. Some people just play to play and some people play to have fun. Some people play because there are certain reasons why they play. But um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, staying active, 
um, and just getting off of the couch and doing something physical where you're moving. Yeah, we, we always talk about that because we, we live in a, a video game society, so to speak, and, and I think it's important for kids to experience other things, and the socialization doesn't hurt either. Uh, what did what did playing at Florida State mean to you? Uh, I don't know if that was a childhood dream or uh, what, what did that mean to you? Yeah, so uh, Florida State was actually not like one of my favorite schools at first. Um, I actually yeah. was a big UF fan until oh, about yeah. the age of seven or eight. And yeah. then um, at that age, I kind of started transferring over to the um, Florida State side. And yeah. um, it became my dream school. So yeah. after um, about a couple of years, actually realizing that softball was something I wanted to stick to, um, yeah. my coach son my coach's sons actually played baseball there so i'd go up to tallahassee oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, and then i ended up just going to a lot of games going to a lot of softball yeah. games ended up going to some camps and then yeah. um, florida state was actually my only offer so i didn't have oh, a choice wow. really and in, into going anywhere else but i had some interest from other schools but florida state was yeah. the only one that actually offered me oh wow wow and look what you turned out to do there yeah um, I know. yeah uh, you know, this is actually a question my, my I kind of didn't didn't uh, didn't think about it originally, but my my niece is a huge huge softball player and loves the game and and she, and she I think you mentioned the University of Florida is kind of her dream spot. What should a young softball player do to kind of get her name out there to get recruited? Yeah, I think the emails are are a good start. You know, emailing coaches and making the email personal. Don't just mass email a bunch of coaches, one email. I think being personal with them, actually researching the school, researching the program, um, and showing them that you actually care is one start. And then getting into camps and clinics is huge. And it doesn't even have to be like a big camp because, for instance, at the Florida State camp, we have 25 to 26 different college coaches that come. So coaches travel, coaches travel, and coaches are going to attend other camps and clinics. So it doesn't even have to be a major one. Um, yeah. I know, for instance, um, a coach up north, a D1 coach, found out about me through her brother's, you know, daughter's high school coach that coached here oh, in wow. Tampa. So it's yeah, like yeah. they people talk and coaches are going to find out about you eventually. So yeah. I think just getting the camps and clinics out of the way and um, yeah. emails as well. Um, gotcha. Start. Well, you, you mentioned that you're a, a high school coach there in Tampa. Do you have, um, you know, head coaching or college coaching aspirations? Um, I actually have before, but sitting back and thinking, I still don't know exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I do know that I want to stay around the sport of softball, not yeah. so much maybe coaching team, but coaching individually. So maybe giving oh, lessons yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. opening facilities sometime and kind yeah. of just – implying the sport world in my facility so i actually talked to a couple of my friends about maybe sometime in the next few years opening up a facility for multiple sports not just softball so they get the full training in, you know the nutrition and like all that so we'll see where that goes but um yeah i'm thinking about doing a facility but staying still softball yeah you don't you don't see what you mentioned that's that's an interesting point You, you do see a lot of the hitting or pitching facilities but you don't see anybody doing the whole package like you just mentioned. I think obviously with your you know name recognition and, and the the person that you are, I think obviously that would be tremendously successful. I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. All right. What is uh, one thing that if you were kind of the uh, commissioner of softball, I guess if they they had one even at the college level or high school or or even professionally, what is one thing you would change about the game? Maybe a rule or a you know anything like that. 
Um, I think the biggest thing for me is just trying to get equal pay for, for women, um, you know, doing the best that I can as an advocate of softball to spread the word of the professional league that's not so big right now, but is getting there um, yeah. to generate as much, you know, uh, audience to get softball um, so that's the biggest thing for me as an athlete is, you know, for the future generations trying to get this game as big. As yeah, I think that, that's a remarkable goal that you have there. Um, I think we lost her. Maybe. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm sorry. I thought I lost you there for a second. My, my phone went off. All right. I think that's an excellent point that you're making. Um, equal, equal pay should happen and um, definitely uh, continue to grow the sport. And, and like I said, equal pay needs to be needs to be done and, and you guys need to be uh the ladies need to be treated just as equally as as the men and i hope that happens um what is uh maybe one hidden talent or something that you do that would surprise people to learn about you um i'm actually there's a few things i was reading that and i was like there's so much i could probably tell um <laughs> first thing is i'm ambidextrous so i can do everything left and right handed yeah. which is pretty cool um, even in softball, cool. I'm a switch hitter. I can throw left-handed. Cool. It's not as pretty right. as the right side, but it still gets to, <laughs> to pretty quick. Um, yeah. And then second thing, um, I'm actually really, really good at literally anything I try, like sporting-wise. Um, yeah. I played basketball in high school. I got a couple offers for basketball, but obviously softball is um, giving me more opportunity. Um, I threw shot put. I hold the county record here. Um oh, wow. But um, I played soccer growing up for like six or seven years on an AAU club and all that. But obviously, yeah. when high school, some seasons are during the same season. Yeah. I had to pick and choose, but um, yeah. sports are kind of my thing. I love being athletic. I'm just an athlete. I love just you know <laughs> doing things, um, yeah. venturing out as well, just every day kind of doing something new. So. Well, yeah, I think that says a lot about your your personality too. That you're willing to try other sports and just not focus on one thing. I think some some too sometimes kids are told at such a young age to just focus on and pick one, and that you took all the opportunities that you could yeah. to better yourself in other ways. I think that's 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 a really a neat thing. Yeah, college coaches love that about an athlete, though they try they look to be honest they look for athletes that are multi sport athletes because yeah that just shows them that they're coachable and they're able to learn at a bigger curve than other people that can only play one sport. Not saying only one sport athlete right. limited, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're joined by uh, Jessica Warren who played Florida state and currently plays professionally. Um, kind of the last question just to wrap this up for you, Jessica, and I appreciate your time is, you know, we've had a lot of unfortunate things going on in our society today with COVID and then this latest, uh, um, you know, horrible tragedy with George Floyd and others, others throughout the country. Um, how do you feel about what's been going on and, and what do you think needs to be changed? A lot needs to be changed. Um, you know, black, black lives do matter. And yeah. I think it's, it's just mind blowing that someone can think they can be so superior to another person just because the color yeah. of their skin. Um, so a lot needs to be done and needs to be changed and it needs to be changed quick. There's a lot of hate in this world. And I think the only thing that's going to change is putting out like putting out positive vibes and love um yeah. so it's just it's been a crazy time you know daily i'm trying to learn and learn and learn and um you know learn from my friends as as a matter of fact about everything that went on and all the history behind everything but um but yeah that's that's where i stand on that 
Yeah, and, I, and like I said, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think um, if we can do anything that we can to help another person, to love another person, to respect another person, to make people feel comfortable every single day, walking down the street, it, it doesn't matter. Like you said, any any factor should be all gone. We should all just be calling ourselves Americans and not worried about anything else. So, exactly. Um, I, I genuinely appreciate your time, Jessica. Um, uh, you're a class act, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to spend with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right, we'll wrap it up here in just a few minutes. That was Jessica Warren, former Florida State player um, and uh, current professional player uh, down in Florida. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you.